0: Jai radha madhava kunja bihare Jai radha madhava kunja bihari. Gopi Janava Labhagri Vada Rade Jai Gopi Janava Labhagri Vada Rade Yasho dana, brajan, and jana, dan jana. Yasho dana, brajan, and jana, dan jana. Yasho dana, Jamuna Tida Vanna Chadi Jamuna Tida Vanna Chadi Jayaradhamadhava Kunjabi Hadi Radhama
1: Madavakun
0: gopi kapi janavala bagire vadadare Yashoda nana nana brajajana nana jana Ha oh, nana brajajana nana jana Yamuna tiravana chare Vanachari, tiravana chare Kunjir anama kunja Of Allah, Buggidiv, at a
1: Daddy.
0: O Go Pijan Pijan of Allah, Bagiri, Vada. Oh, I showed an andana, Brajana, and Jana. Hey, I showed an andana, Oyasho dana dana Brajana
1: dana
0: dana Hey asho jamuna tira
1: bhanchare
0: krishna, krishna 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 hare hade ramare rama Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Adi Krishna, Adi Krishna, 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 Adi, Adi, Ram, 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 Krishna, de krishna de krishna 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 de hare hare la hare ram krishna hare 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 Jai Radha Manav Radha Manav Jai Radha Manav Radha Manav Jai Radha kala chanji radha kala chanji jaya radha kala radha kalachanji jaya radha govinda radha govinda shiradhe. Shai Radha Govinda Radha Govinda Shi Radha Nithai de Sitanata Freemanande Harinama Nama Sankirtanaki Shila Prabhupadaki So once again, welcome everybody to Radha Kalachanji's temple. We'll give a short talk on Bhagavad Gita. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. So reading from Bhagavad Gita as it is chapter 18 text 55. Bhaktyam avijānanti avanyas chasmī tattvataḥ Tatomam tattva togyatva vishate Tadam Translation. One can understand me as I am, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, only by devotional service. And when one is in full consciousness of me by such devotion, he can enter into the kingdom of God. Purport. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, and his plenary portions cannot be understood by mental speculation nor by the non-devotees. If anyone wants to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he has to take to pure devotional service under the guidance of a pure devotee. Otherwise, the truth of the Supreme Personality of Godhead will always be hidden. As already stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.25, Naham Prakashya Sarvashya, He is not revealed to everyone. No one can understand God simply by erudite scholarship or mental speculation. Only one who is actually engaged in Krishna consciousness and devotional service can understand what Krishna is. University degrees are not helpful. One who is fully conversant with the Krishna science becomes eligible to enter into the spiritual kingdom, the abode of Krishna. Becoming becoming Brahmin does not mean that one loses his identity. Devotional service is there, and as long as devotional service exists, there must be God, the devotee, and the process of devotional service. Such knowledge is never vanquished even after liberation liberation involves getting free from the concept of material life in spiritual life the same distinction is there the same individuality is there but in pure krishna consciousness one should not mistakenly think that the word vishate quote enters into me end of quote supports the monist theory that one becomes homogeneous with the impersonal brahman no Vishete means that one can enter into the abode of the supreme Lord in one's individuality to engage in His association and render service unto Him. For instance, a green bird enters a green tree not to become one with the tree but to enjoy the fruits of the tree. Impersonalists generally give the example of a river flowing into the ocean and merging. This may be a source of happiness for the impersonalist, but not the personalists. I'm sorry, but the personalist keeps his personal individuality like an aquatic in the ocean. We find so many living entities within the ocean if we go deep. Surface acquaintance with the ocean is not sufficient. One must have complete knowledge of the activities of the aquatics living in the ocean depths. Because of his pure devotional service, a devotee can understand the transcendental qualities and the opulences of the Supreme Lord in truth. As it is stated in the 11th chapter, only by devotional service can one understand. The same is confirmed here. One can understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead by devotional service and enter into his kingdom. After attainment of the Brahma-Buddha stage of freedom from material cons- concepts. Devotional service begins by one's hearing about the Lord. When one hears about the Supreme Lord, automatically the Brahma-Buddha stage develops, and material contamination, greediness, and lust for sense enjoyment disappears. As lust and desires disappear from the heart of the devotee, of a devotee, he becomes more attached to the service of the Lord and by such attachment he becomes free from material contamination in that state of life he can understand the supreme lord this is this is the statement of Srimad bhagavatam also after liberation the process of bhakti or transcendental service continues the vedanta sutra 4112 confirms this aprayanat <laughs> This means that after liberation the process of devotional service continues. In the Shrimad Bhagavatam, real devotional liberation is defined as the reinstatement of the living entity in his own identity, his own constitutional position. The, constitu- the constitutional position is already explained. Every living entity is a part and parcel, fragmental portion of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, his constitutional position is to serve. After liberation, this service is never stopped. Actual liberation is getting free from misconceptions of life. Oma Jnana Timerandasya Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tazmai Shigarve Namaha Shi Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swa Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uta Parakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha, Sha Sagarjatam Sahagana Raghunatan Sajivam Sadvaitam, Savadutam parijana sahitam, Krishna Chaitanyadevam, Shri Radha Krishna Padan, Sahagana Lalita, Shri Vishakan He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bando Jagatpate, Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vineshwari Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vansha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhye Patitanam Pavanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namo Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sadhigodha Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare One can understand me as I am, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, only by devotional service. And when one is in full consciousness of me by such devotion, he can enter into the kingdom of God. So here we're given super clear knowledge of how to go back to the spiritual world. How many of us would like to go back to the spiritual world? Please. (laughs) Well, good thing I'll just let you in on a little secret. You're already there. (laughs) Because if you're in front of Radha Kalachanji, you should know we're in the spiritual world. Of course, maybe our consciousness, (laughs) our body may be here, our mind may be somewhere else. So, yeah, we got to bring it all together. By the grace of um, Prabhupada, he's giving us Krishna, And Krishna is giving us Prabhupada, right? It said, Brahmanda brahmitekon bhagyavanjiv, Guru Krishna prasadipai bhakti latabhij, that one who's very fortunate, after wandering many brahmandas, many universes, for unlimited lifetimes, he gets the great fortune of coming in contact with the spiritual master. And then the spiritual master imparts, implants the seed of Devotion. The bhakti, lata bij, the seed of devotion in the heart, and how do how do we water the seed? What's this? What's your name again, young young man? Arush, Ayush. How do you water the seed of devotion? Well, let let me give you the mic. Sorry to put you on the spot. That's I like it to be a little interactive.
1: Uh, you. Be- you get in touch with devotees.
0: Awesome. Yeah, he said you get in touch with devotees. So when you get in touch with the devotees, what do the devotees do?
1: They, they talk to you about devotional service and they um, give you prasad and they, um, they make you chant and dance.
0: What was the last part?
1: They make you chant and dance.
0: They make you chant and dance? So you get in touch with the devotees. They give you prashadam, and they help you. They ask. They they make you chant and dance. So to water the seed of devotion, the first stage is like Ayush Prabhu has said: is to get devotee association. If we have the association of spiritually minded people, we should know that we are directly being blessed by the supreme personality of Godhead. It's explained that Krishna is in the spiritual world just enjoying dancing in the Raslila with his pure devotees and engaging in eternal loving pastimes with his associates in ever-increasing love. And his devotees are the extension. It's like God's, you know, that famous picture of God stretching out his hand and, you know, touching the finger of that... I forgot the artist. Who's that artist? Michelangelo. Yeah, it's painted on some cathedral, right? On the ceiling. And the idea is that God is reaching out and touching the soul so that the association of of the devotees is God's extension of mercy, is extending His hand of mercy to us. So... It's meant to be accepted. It's like if somebody reaches out to shake your hand and you don't shake their hand, it's rude, right? (laughs) Somebody, you know, cordially... And if you don't extend yourself to reciprocate, it's uh, disrespectful or rude or it's, uh, you know, uncultured or whatever you want to call it. But so, so similarly, when we are given the association of devotees, we should reciprocate with the extension of Krishna's mercy. And then what do the devotees do when they get together? They hear and chant. The hearing and chanting goes on eternally. The The Bhakti Lata Bij, the seed of devotion that is given by the Guru, is watered by hearing and chanting, by hearing the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Ram, Ram Hare Hare, so that's the main hearing that we do. And to the quality that we are paying attention to that degree we are personally in the presence of all the spiritual opulences of Radha Kalachanji. And then also hearing the Bhagavad Gita. What's what's her name? Janavi, what does Bhagavad Gita mean? Can you say? If you were to say in English, what is Bhagavad and what is Gita?
1: I read every day.
0: Say it into the mic, real, put the mic real close. See, I'm talking loud, loud. Okay, Father, Father can answer.
1: Bhagavad Gita is the song which Krishna has sung
0: for Yeah, the song of God. Gita means song, to sing. Bhagavad means the one who possesses all opulences. is another name for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, or God, the song of God. How amazing is that? We all like music. There's very few people that I've ever met, or I've never met, somebody that doesn't like some form of music. Music is attractive to every living entity. So imagine the Supreme Personality of Godhead singing. That's what this book, although it's a book, It's like pages, paper, words, so to speak. It's also the song of the Lord. And he's revealing his heart. That's what most music is, most singing, right? People poeticize their feelings. They want to express their sentiments. So here we're, we're hearing the feelings, the heart of of Krishna. And he's telling us that one can know me, just like a relationship. This, this is a love story, right? This is a love song, right? Everybody likes loving relationships. And uh, Krishna is is revealing his heart. God is revealing his heart through the Bhagavad Gita. So we have a great opportunity to get to know him through his own words. What better way? It's just like if I were to want to know about you, what would be the best thing is if you explained what you like, what you don't like, what you're, you know, spent time with you and hear from you directly. It's just said that a person is is known by the what comes out of their mouth. All well, the words that are spoken, it is an indication of what their consciousness is like. It's like... Uh, especially if they're angry. <laughs> You'll get to know somebody real fast when when they express some Of course that's not, you know, all of the person. We're all multifaceted every personality. But so here Krishna is saying that you can know me as I am by by devotional service. And when your consciousness is full of such devotion, then I bring you back to my special, my home. It's like okay, then, then you can live with me eternally. Like you know, it's just like okay, let's. This is a bad mundane example. You get in a relationship with somebody, you get to know each other, and then you get to. You're kind of like feeling each other out, right? Then, then at one stage, okay, let's live together. (laughs) Well, Krishna is saying that okay, you get to know me. By devotion, Acts, give your (coughs) energy to me. Give your thoughts to me. Give your love to me. Give your affection to me. And uh, then you can live with me. (laughs) Then we can live together. And then I heard that Krishna is so, so merciful that with a little bit of devotional service, he would take us back to the spiritual world. But because we wouldn't, Gel with all of his pure devotees. Unless we're pure ourselves, we would make a we would hurt their feelings. We would step on their feet in their lifestyle, in their offerings to Krishna. We would get in the way of the harmony of their offerings to Krishna. So Krishna, out of love for his pure devotees in the spiritual world, he makes us qualify ourselves. So unless and until one is full you know full fully absorbed in loving devotional service then krishna will bring bring us back then it'll be harmonious then we won't be um getting in any uh conflict because the, the another word in sanskrit for the spiritual world is vaikunta where there's no anxieties so the material world is called kunta full of full of anxieties just for the simplest things, there's always some friction. There's always some discord in, in the material transactions. But in spiritual relationships and spiritual activities, no anxieties. Everything is blissful. It's explained that in the spiritual world, every word is a song and every step is a dance. So that's joyous. Right, it's like when you're in a good mood, you you skip to where you're going. You know, you you're in the shower if something is giving you satisfaction in life. You're singing, right? It's natural. So in the spiritual reality, one is ever filled with fresh excitement and loving devotion for Krishna and all of Krishna's. Uh, devotees, so there's it's ever fresh, nava Yovanam's chad. So it's ever increasing bliss in the spiritual consciousness, and that can that's that is not a thing that has to wait till we're we're we've died, right? It's not a thing. Okay, well I'm in the material world. You know, there's birth, there's death, there's old age, there's disease, there's so many material. concepts weighing me down. That may be true, but we can be in the spiritual mood with our mind, with our desires. And that's what Krishna is revealing in this verse. He's saying that absorb your consciousness in devotional service instead of letting the... cycle of of the thoughts go over. Usually, you know, people have a, a limited sphere of what they think about, right? Prabhupada and the acharyas break it down. Eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. If you want to get just like, you know, bare bones about what, and then we either go from one to the next, one to the next, and then it's like, and different varieties of it. Okay, how should I be comfortable? How should I... When should I eat? When should I sleep? When should I, you know, these things. But those things, they never give full meaning and full pleasure because they're just dealing with the temporary body and the temporary mind. But the soul, the intrinsic nature of of life, is wanting to experience pleasure that is beyond the dualities of birth, death, old age, and disease. Beyond. And... And it is our birthright, so to speak, although we're eternal. It's the soul's nature to relish devotional service and to put more of our our thoughts in the spiritual energy. And until more of that uh, momentum is there, we'll always be lacking. Actually, the word yoga, it means to link up. And Prabhupada used the word sometimes he said plus. Yoga means plus to add, add. What are we are connecting, you know? What are we adding or what are we connecting? We're connecting our individual consciousness, our individual energy with the supreme conscious, blissful source of all of the spiritual and material energies. And our very intimate, loving relationship can be nourished by a tiny act of devotion. It's just like a, a child can chant. You don't have to be like Prabhupada said in the verse here, that university degrees are not helpful. So it's not a matter of material, physical intelligence that makes one eligible to understand reality so it's not intelligence that makes one understand it's devotion the simple act of wanting to do something in gratitude to krishna to the source of our existence the source of all material and spiritual worlds that simple act even looking lovingly at the deities that's a that's devotional service you know the uh, the deer in krishna book it's explained that the deer what was their devotional service in vrindavan krishna would wander like we we're singing um, yamuna tira vanachari vanachari means that krishna is wandering through the forests the van the vanas and by the jamuna the beautiful jamuna river and the forest he's wandering through the forest, playing his flute and playing with his friends and enjoying dancing and wrestling and so many activities. And then the the forest animals, they see Krishna and what is their service? They look at Krishna with with love and affection. And Krishna reciprocates. Actually, it's explained that Krishna is in the heart of every living entity, right? That God is in the heart of every living entity, not only that, he's in every atom and he's in between every atom and everything emanates from him anyway. So everything is his energy but he also is present. He personally expands as the paramatma feature in everyone's heart. And it's explained just like I'm, I'm making the point that if you look at the deity lovingly that's reciprocated. Even on the material plane, you look at somebody with a certain intention. Person be like, let's say you're you're angry, and it's a let's say a, a an aggressive kind of person. Hey, what you looking at? You know, just by a glance, people might get into the fighting spirit. Or you look at somebody with other intention, according to what's behind. So the glance, actually, <laughs> Krishna's glance is so powerful. That what, what happens with Krishna's glance? Krishna impregnates the souls into the cosmic creation just by glancing. It's explained that that glance is called Shambhu. Is is a personification also, is Shiva. And material energy is Prakriti. And then the living entities are placed into the cosmos By a glance of the Lord. So now we are being, we're being glanced on by Radha Kalachanji. Very, uh, super auspicious opportunity. Sometimes it's said that we shouldn't come to see the deity, but we should act in such a way that the deity wants to see us. And when we go for darshan, it is more that we are being purified by the glance of the Lord. I heard a past time where there was a blind man, a blind devotee that would come to the deity every day and come to the front of the altar and do his pranams and make his prayers. And after some time the pujari was saying, you're coming every day and you can't even see. So what is the use or what what are you doing? And he said that I come to present myself to the lord that i am your eternal servant and please order me what is my what is my duty what is my service today coming to present myself as a servant ready to do whatever the lord wants so this is the the mood that krishna is giving for for our benefit because on krishna's side krishna's enjoying like if you look at all these paintings these are paintings to the spiritual world what's going on krishna is enjoying different pure loving pastimes and these are windows to the spiritual world and we have that uh, opportunity that krishna is inviting us please come back come back to your original spiritual consciousness which is pure devotional service what is Krishna asking us to do? It's like, not like a taskmaster, not like a grumpy boss that just wants us to labor for for nothing. No, Krishna says, please, was he asked, please chant, please dance, please take prasad. What are the other things? Sometimes Prabhupada said, this process, the founder of the movement, he said, this process is simply joyful. Kevala Ananda Chant, dance, and take prashad. That's it, boss. That's it, right? So what is the difficulty? The difficulty is that we we're we're not taking the enough of the chanting, dancing and feasting. You know, we're we're not balancing it enough. We're we're too much weighing in on the material um duties with our mental energy, physical energy, and it's bogging down our lives. So yes, that has to be balanced, of course, but also the other side has to be nourished. And Krishna is giving all of us such a great opportunity. Like, uh, I think, um, when is Gita Jayanti? The 12th? 14th? So just coming up in uh, nine days or so is Gita Jayanti. That is the day when astrologically Krishna spoke the Bhagavad Gita on the battlefield 5,000 and something years ago. So that's a great opportunity to to take shelter of the Bhagavad Gita. And now we can also get... It's actually a a day-to-day thing, but also that's an extra impetus. Wow, 5,000 and something years this is the exact day that Krishna spoke the Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna on the battlefield. Let me read some of it. And now is a good time to build up. Start now. Read one verse. Read one chapter. Read a few purports. Read a little. Distribute some. Give, put books in lobbies. and That's also a way that Krishna, Krishna likes to give himself to everybody because everybody is his eternal servant. So in Krishna, like at the end of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that one who explains this supreme secret to my devotee, he is the most dear to me and never will there be one more dear to me than than he. So once we have a little bit of knowledge of spiritual reality, of the Bhagavad Gita, of the song of God. We should share it. Whatever, it's just like, it's not such a complicated thing. Prabhupada said, please, what I have given you, give to others. Right? So he said, it's not so complicated. And he made an example. There was this uh, devotee girl who was just a little kid. And he said, just like little Saraswati, she goes up to somebody, she says, do you know who the Supreme Personality of Godhead is? That was her icebreaker for preaching, for sharing. And then the people would be like, no. She said, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. <laughs> so that was just straightforward, direct. So you do the same. If whatever you're tasting, share it. Okay, if our level of of appreciation is on the prashadam platform, which is... Great, also. Bring somebody prashad. Bring them to the restaurant. Bring them some prashad. Or one person I knew, she was a devotee and her husband didn't like the practices, so she would sneak salt that was offered on the altar into his food. And she thought, okay, he's getting prashadam and he'll get purified. Somehow, Share the goods, you know. The world is in a very topsy-turvy... I mean, the material energy is always that way. But, you know, as Kali Yuga progresses, it becomes harsher and harsher and more degraded and more conflicts and whatnot. So... The, the peace of Krishna consciousness, the peace of being able to chant at any moment, right? Just like we've been given this opportunity, people have nothing to do with their mind. Prabhupada said that uh, anxiety and frustration comes from no final resting place for the mind. If you don't know the, the simple point to place your mental energy on, it's a super anxiety. What's more painful than disease, than all the different problems that come to the body, is mental distress. It's the mental disease is the biggest issue of of humans, right? So much so that we complicate the whole world. So we've been given the final resting place for the mind, which is devotional service and Chanting specifically, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama Rama Rama, 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 Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we come together, we chant together, and we do it ourselves on our prayer beads, on our malas, and we read when we have time. Prabhupada says, if you have time, read my books. Even Prabhupada, when the, his servant would go into Prabhupada's quarters, he would be there and he was reading his own Bhagavad Gita. And he would say, you know why I am reading? Because I did not write these books. Krishna wrote these books. <laughs> and then he said, and I have tested myself. He said, it's just like a sweet ball. From any any side you bite, it's sweet. So you read it like a book or you open it up in any any place and you'll get the message, the pure, sweet message of Krishna consciousness and devotional service. So thank you for your kind attention and uh, please take advantage of the Bhagavad Gita and the Temple and Devotee Association, but especially that uh, Gita Jayanti is coming up on the 14th. Try to uh, add some more Bhagavad Gita to your life, personal reading time, and I will also. I'm, I'm here to... Help, help myself also. It said that one who teaches, they learn the most. So when I'm asked to give class, I'm like, okay, that'll be good for me. Well, I, if people get something from it too, okay, good, good for you guys. But <laughs> I'm here for, I'm in it for myself, guys. <laughs> so any uh, thoughts or reflections or comments before we do the Gora Artik? We have a mic here in the back, this Prabhu.
1: Uh, Hare Krishna what are the program timings for Gita Jayanti
0: program Yeah answer now
1: Hare Krishna yeah, so the Gita Jayanti program generally we we start reading Srimad Bhagavad Gita around noon and then it goes on till around 7 in the evening, or at least till Gaur- Gaurati. So we are more, everybody is most welcome. There are more details which will definitely follow up in coming days. This week, definitely itself. So please stay tuned. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Anyone else would like to... Anybody have a favorite Bhagavad Gita shloka? We'll read one before we sing again. Okay. Which one is that? Two, thirteen, or something? So Prem Churu, he 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 wanted to hear this shloka. Chapter two, text fourteen. O son of Kunti, the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress and their disappearance in due course are like the appearance and disappearance of winter and summer seasons. They arise from sense perception, O son of Bart, and one must learn to tolerate them without being disturbed. Adi Om Tat Sat. Thank you all very much. Hare Krishna.